Hey, partners. Welcome to Rendezvous with Jamie McGlue. All right. So what's so good about the world anyway, hey? I think I feel a song coming on. What's so good about planet Earth? Oh, change that chord. It's a weird, weird song with my human gang. We're living in the world. We're trying to get hurt, or are we trying to heal? Many a country grabbing at the heels. We're living on the earth. It's a crazy song, but it's a pearl. There you go. You never know what's going to come out. <clears throat> so, I cannot be held accountable for the creative uh, impulse of the universe. I'm just the messenger um, and the sleepy one at that. Nonetheless, uh, we're going to uh, talk about what's good about countries. So, you know, I haven't traveled that much, but I've traveled a bit, you know, and uh, I want to travel more. I've traveled with my mind quite a lot, like I've, uh, you know, not astral project projection, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, you know, just reading and that kind of thing and, you know, watching videos, podcasts, you know, learning about what's, what's uh, you know, around the spherical neighborhood, if you will. Um, so, okay, what's so good about, let's start about where I'm born, all right. Um, where, where I am born is the present moment constantly, but where I was born, Australia. So, man, I guess Australia's got space, you know, that's what's good about Australia. Like, not just like, you know, obviously there's the physical space, like it's 25 million people and it's like the size of like the continental USA, um, what do you put, contiguous USA? Um, <clears throat> it's, it's huge, you know, but although the middle of it's, you know, like desert, so there's a lot of space taken up by that, but um, but also like space, like say I'm, uh, I grew up in Perth, Western Australia. And so it's the most isolated capital city in the world. Like I think Honolulu is second place, like, uh, or maybe like geographic, geographically, like it's par on par or something, but like it's in between North America and Asia, you know, and it's part of the USA, a big tourist destination. So it's not isolated, right? People all over the place go there. Perth. You know, you got the Indian Ocean on one side, you got the, you know, Antarctic Ocean or, you know, Southern Ocean the other way. Um, got the huge uh, desert north and east. It's faster to fly to Indonesia than to Sydney, you know. And, um, you know, so many bands would be, you'd be looking forward to some band coming along on tour. They're coming to Australia. Cool. Wow. Um, and then, ah, oh, where is Perth? Oh, it's got skipped, you know. And uh, that was a very common thing. And just... But, you know, the, the up, so there's downsides to that, obviously, things being more expensive and stuff because I have to get there. Um, but I think the plus side is that it makes it a more unique. It's kind of a, a bit like a slower pace of life, last I was there anyway. And um, just a bit more, yeah, you can just, there's the city and it's not so caught up. I guess it's more old-fashioned in a way. It's like what city old cities used to be before mass communications kind of got everyone up, you know, and into the internet and that's obviously happening in Perth as well. But I think <clears throat> part of the thing being isolated kind of gives you a bit of space, a breathing room where 
and you know there's a lot of bands from uh perth and one theory is that it's because you know it's less connected to the other uh music circuits so it's kind of developed a bit more unique anyway so <clears throat> you know there's a lot of nature too you could say like natural spaces but um but yeah australia in general is kind of like you know what is what perth is to australia australia is to the world you know so all right that's what's good about australia one thing anyway what's good about ireland where i live now where i am born now ireland uh well many a thing but let's go with uh music people are religious about music and uh you know there's like you know you have a hundred thousand people from all around the country each year gathering for the fla the fla hyol like the music festival thing um where you have all these co competitions where there's all these like five-year-olds six-year-olds seven-year-olds all these and uh, you have to like you know teenagers um who are like playing traditional instruments so they got you know spanish guitar uh, or they got like um uh, uh bowron like the drums or they've got like the ilan pipes the kind of el elbow pipes sound similar to bagpipes it is with a bag kind of thing um uh ilan means elbow in irish so ilan pipes um and uh what are you know fiddle like violin you know um uh etc you know accordion box accordion so um and it's amazing the music's so good but they have these competitions and it's really really intense high pressure um level of competition and um and just you go to the pub and there's people just playing instruments in the pub you know some pubs don't let it, allow it you know like you know the general international thing but so many pubs they'll be like you know you can go in there with a the guitar and start playing you know and they'll be like oh very good delighted you know and um you know the national symbol is a harp i'm not aware let me know in the comments uh are there any other countries that the national symbol is a an in, musical instrument? I don't know. I think this kind of goes back to like the, you know, the Druids even, and that, you know, they passed every, the ancient priests and shamans kind of, you know, and uh, wise folk of Ireland, the elite, um, who they, um, we, we know very little about them um, because they passed everything down orally. They didn't write it down as far as we know. Um, and they had like this sacred, you know, poetry that they all had to memorize, you know, before you could move up, you had to memorize like re reams of poetry. Um, and that's still a tradition where you have even in the folk tradition and country and stuff, you know, Bob Dylan or whatever, you know, and stuff um, in the USA, where it's come from the Appalachian music via Ireland of this tradition of just devoting enormous um, amounts of uh, verse to memory, um, being able to recite it um, off by heart. And uh, so you have that um and what was i going to say there uh yeah so even and even like the harps like the monks um when they were the roman empire fell and you had um ireland was kind of influenced by the empire like christianity had come to ireland through saint patrick but it was never part of the uh, the roman empire it maintained its sovereignty and independence um although it's next to roman britain um and uh did trade and stuff so then it managed you know kind of wasn't just so disrupted it, it's um kind of maintained its stability and then the irish when all the you know there's all the island of saints and scholars you know the land of saints and scholars they went around basically and relit the lamps of learning all around europe they you know founded monasteries all over the place in france you know britain um <clears throat> italy everywhere um uh, kind of spreading ancient greek and latin knowledge and uh, writing and literacy and all this stuff um and all the knowledge that you know you need to read or write to understand or to be able to access um and so that's pretty cool and they would go around with these miniature harps that they would carry like smaller much smaller than the harps you usually see these days um and you know kind of like 
charm the the locals into being like, oh, all right, maybe we'll join your religion and stop being barbarians. Um, and yeah, the English used to go to Ireland for um, for higher learning, as far as I understand it. It's like there's a certain point where okay, if you want to go beyond this, you need to go to Ireland. You know, we don't have that because they were like all the the local uh, institutions, you know, kind of collapsed when the Roman Empire collapsed. Anyway, um, so that's cool. Ireland music. All right, now that's, you know, the closest to my heart. So let's get into other things. French uh, or France. What's so cool about France? I think the French are very themselves, you know, like uh, they're very, you know, there's got that reputation for, you know, sometimes being a little bit haughty or whatever. Or that, yeah, or what, you know, um, you know, there's many, many lovely French people. I have a bunch of French friends. Um, uh, shout out to Adrian in particular. <laughs> Sorry, other French friends. But um, uh, yeah, all right, Thibaut, Thibaut too. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't just like, uh, it's a very kind of insular in a way, but I don't know. I like it. They're very proud to be French. And I guess it just, it seems like there's a certain elegance to it, to the French thing. And, you know, obviously France are changing and stuff, but, you know, um, I think that's cool. That's the kind of core. There's some sort of elegant, um, self satisfaction or something with being French. They're just delighted to be French, you know? Um, all right. Jumping across the world, uh, South Korea, uh, extremely hardworking, love it. Japan, extremely organized and they seem to find beauty in um, orderliness and um, including in social interactions like politeness and hierarchy and kind of, you know, uh, grace, social graces and stuff. Um, and, you know, these are stereotypes as many people who don't you know, fit into these categories. But in general, in my experience, it is true. You know, that's a cool thing about, t um, t I teach English for a living, you know, um, and, uh, it's a second language and, um, uh, like, so I kind of get to travel wherever I am because all these, you know, the different, the countries come to me instead of, I don't have to go to the countries, but, uh, yeah, so it is true. I can confirm, you know, Japanese in general, very orderly and organized and I dig it. It's cool. Um, what else can we say? Um, China, got um, very deep history and they've been through a lot, a lot of crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, I think um, like the ancient knowledge of China is really, really incredible. Like the whole, you know, all the stuff about yin and yang and, you know, Taoism and the balance of things and the way, you know, the way that can be spoken is not the true way or the Tao that can be spoken is not the true Tao. Um, and just, you know, stuff on sexuality and like uh, medicine, you know, um, so, uh, and just, yeah, the, you know, um, very ancient culture and, um, it's cool that, you know, like there's a bit of, um, I'd say, you know, like many countries, there's, there's issues these days with totalitarianism and a lack of respect for individual liberty, I would say. Um, nonetheless, uh, they've been through a lot and, you know, I can kind of understand how they got there. You know, they were, um, that, you know, foreign empires, um, really made a big mess of China and tried to completely subjugate them so it's natural that they reacted by you know trying to become as powerful as possible even if they have to make certain sacrifices in conscience maybe among the leadership um but anyway but i think you know uh yeah so i'd say yeah both just like um in terms of you know holding themselves together that's pretty admirable but um i would say yeah the ancient stuff that's what really you know it's like wow you know i think um, and I hope China can maybe see more of a rebirth in that because I know at a certain point they, the Cultural Revolution tried to destroy all of that um, uh, when, you know, 
Mao was trying to hold on to power and was like turned the youth against ever and said just burn down all the monasteries and everything and um but uh but yeah that's cool stuff like uh so all right um let's see what else uh russia controversial spicy i like that russia is very traditional you know like you know kind of just simple it seemed as far as you know uh again um yeah i don't know you know i know some russians and stuff and they're pretty direct you know in my experience you're mostly pretty you know kind of um not too interested in trying to you know put on like some you know polite air you know uh they're kind of quite um open but like you know kind of not in like a south american kind of party way but like a more just like very grounded rooted simple way you know um like there's a lot of memory that's you know of just the crazy stuff that they've been through um and it's somehow just in in the in the culture there you know that you know there's a certain kind of groundedness of just you know but yeah so i like but they they do seem to yeah i don't know I, they just seem like quite grounded people i like that um let's see uh germans um yeah let's say what, what, what i mean several things you could say but i guess yeah like again work ethic yeah that's awesome i dig it um organized um italy food the italians have nothing to do with it you know uh uh gazzi due no is that the right way i don't know um uh shout out to stefano um but uh yeah uh you know many th things are cool about italy but i think you know their attitude okay i'd say their attitude's even cooler than the food like because they're just this real like relaxed musical kind of uh vibe about them you know and um that's really cool um uh the swiss for their um invisible networks of global domination um austria for no just kidding switzerland um i don't know beautiful mountains good job good job on those mountains um uh what else could we go with uh england they run a tight ship i'll give them that um you know that genocide by omission a few hundred years ago you know well well conducted no just kidding sort of um no england what's cool about england mm, i guess england's you know very independent they like to you know which is ironic because you know they didn't seem to respect that too well for a lot of the world um taking over the world but you know you know most or many many cultures have done that you know so whatever and you know that's a human thing it's not an english thing necessarily although some cultures could be more into it than others but um yeah i don't know e england i guess um i mean the whole tolkien tolkien is probably the best example of englishness you know the certain um love for decorum and kind of pastoral simplicity mixed with you know high learning and um achievement and arts you know um you know so he's got the hobbits say you know that for the kind of like the more salt of the earth people of the folk of the land english and then say you know the kind of more elite or whatever you could be getting into like you know numenorean archetype or like gondorians or the elves or whatever this sort of aspiration of high um, achievement and cultivation of consciousness um so yeah i'd say tolkien the tolkien-esque english vibe um let's see um scandinavia 
So I love the architecture. So I'm going to go Denmark, Sweden, Finland, uh, lump you all together, uh, and Norway. Um, I mean, look, uh, Iceland, I think all their, what's cool about them is their, their lack of architecture because they, uh, they managed to just survive. Like, you know, the temperatures dropped after post settlement, you know, and, you know, they had no tree like quite a while after, you know, and it was like a much harder to grow food. And, um, there was like volcanoes going off. There's just all these Vikings just there like, shit, it's much harder to farm now. And like, you know, um, volcanoes going off every now and then just totally obliterating, you know, villages and stuff um and uh you know they like ran out of trees so at some point i don't know because of temperature change or if it's they used too many or a bit of both but um they were like living in hobbit holes basically like they were back to hobbits they were like living under the ground you know not like a hobbit hole they wasn't that nice you know um as shelters and for quite a long time like so they you know real gnarly like real strong people and so you know respect that's cool and then now it's like this extremely rich country. I was like, yep, yeah, well done. <laughs> told you, you know, you just had to be patient. Um, USA for their freedom, you know, the government has gone completely rogue and, you know, you know, Washington DC is based upon, has passed laws and enacted laws, countless laws and regulations, which are patently um, illegal under the constitution, which is the highest law. So it's a, a lawless land at this point, unfortunately, to a large extent. Um, but the American people don't want that. And the American people, I think, um, the, the have uh, are fighting now to re... They've woken up and realized what's been happening, and that they've been tricked, and they're, they're fighting to retake it. You know, the movement of, say, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., etc., bringing people from left and right alt and independence all together, trying to get everyone to say, look, okay, we need to take back our democracy and end this kind of invisible empire thing where, the, you know, the, this war machine, which makes money off of just conquering countries and pretending to be helping them um pointing fingers at everyone else when they're you know they're kind of <laughs> doing all this criminal behavior but um but yes yeah, the freedom that's in the the constitution though, and still the americans uh, a lot of them kind of live by that still and um self-sufficiency very you know celebrating success and innovation and like yeah well done you did it good you know that the culture is very practical and um uh, success uh, oriented like and um, individualism like they they really seem to uh, worship um, the upward social mobility you know um, which is a very practical thing to worship um, but yeah and just you know liberty like you know you uh, life liberty and um, property um, you know basically the core thing of like that that's what the government should be protecting that's the that was the basic idea of the constitution I think if it was if it can be brought back so it's actually enforced and lived by you know, it's going to be a great example again. City on the Hill, Shining City on the Hill is an example to other nations. Um, Mexico, uh, well, there's that, you know, one of my students, Lena, comes from there. She's cool. So well done, Mexico. Um, uh, Canada, Canada. Uh, you have Montreal. Well done. Um, yeah, I'd say, uh, I don't know, in general, Canadians are very chill. You know, there's crazy people everywhere as well. Unfortunately, Canada's finding that out because, you know, their democracy is being, is in even worse shape than the USA. Um, with, you know, Trudeau basically acting like a dictator and um, illegally, you know, freezing bank accounts and shutting down democratic protests and stuff like that. Crazy stuff. Um, Jordan Peterson, what's happened to Jordan Peterson? Insane. Terrible. Look it up. The, you know, Ontario, what's it, um, Board of Psychologists or uh, 
counselor psychologist or something and they're like trying to you know force him to take re-education classes like some communist regime uh for like offensive statements it's like um excuse me that's that's not uh <laughs> that's not a liberal democracy um but but nonetheless uh canada yeah the general the normal people are very chill and very cool and yeah kind of grounded and uh yeah montreal great place blend of french and english culture and uh i love it dearly um je t'aime bien montreal um so what else uh other countries brazil love to party like one of my you know the brazilian guy was like every night man every night just go party every night work really hard and then just go party <laughs> no that's not everyone but you know seems like there's a lot like that and you know someone's got to be partying balance things out that's good um let's see uh i won't t talk about every country in the world i'll spare you that but let's see um what could we go with easter island got some killer statues are they run by chile i don't know um but anyway um let's see where else let's go with uh new zealand new zealand um they're doing a great job of working on their pronunciation i'd say it's coming along quite nicely so no um new zealand for humor they're very funny people you know so that's cool like uh in you know again in general right like uh so that's i think um like kind of funnier australians um or more light-hearted australians um what else could we go cambodia sweethearts they're just so nice like just 98 percent buddhist or something um they're all uh, every single person is 98% buddhist so they've got 2% something else in their head you know but 98% buddhist individually um but uh yeah they're um you know they've been through so much they're the most advanced civilization or country in asia in the early 20th century i believe more than japan um and uh they you know the angkor empire from back in the day like in like the 1500s i think angkor was a bigger city than london um and uh yeah it was like this immense um civilization um angkor wat if you've seen the pictures or been there it's beautiful um and very mysterious like it seems like a lot of the story has been lost it is my feeling like it's certain things which are like i don't know it doesn't quite seem to add up but i don't know um anyway um they you know the communists took over and pol pot and just you know reset the clock killed all anyone who had any education and then they you know like oh we have to all go back to the farms and grow food and stuff but we don't know how to do this and this land isn't even suitable and oh everyone's starving now we're eating bugs and bugs have all these parasites and all that and there's all these maniacs going around who are just taking power and it's just t terrible and the civil war and blah 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 Khmer Rouge and all that um and so um but they come out of that and they're just incredibly peaceful grateful people just very grateful just to even though the government seems to be quite corrupt um today you know still um they just seem very grateful just to kind of you know be able to enjoy peace um so yeah they're great uh let's see india india is like the best and worst country simultaneously so it's kind of like the universe it's like a microcosm it's like you know oh there's so much suffering and terrible stuff in in life and so much wonderful stuff and graces in life but overall you can't say oh it balances out we're neutral we'll call it we'll call it even no it's like the fact that there's anything is amazing it creates this incredible beauty and music and harmony and um you know this play of contrast and so that is the good that has no opposite um 
and so uh yeah india's like that it's got the good that has no opposite um and yeah it's just i mean like you see people just dead people on the side of the road or you see people being burnt at the burning gats in the river um and then you also you know and and people just life saying oh life's cheap in india you know and just like you know pollution you know like smoke in the air like delhi is just like i was at some temple and it was just gray but it wasn't from it looked like mist but it was smoke everywhere all around the whole place it's like there's nowhere to get it free of this you know it's just I have to breathe it in um crazy claustrophobic kind of thing like there's no fresh air you have to breathe it you just have to deal with it um and litter there's you know and some train so oh is there a bin somewhere i've got all this you know rubbish and so this guy next to me so oh yeah yeah um just takes it from me and goes to the window opens the window he's about to throw it out the window I was like, no, no, give me that. What are you doing? And he looked at me like I'm crazy. And like, Jesus, I'm trying to help you, man. Um, and uh, so I like took it and eventually found a bin, you know, like hours later. But, um, and, you know, so there's, uh, you know, a lot of corruption and this kind of stuff. And um, nonetheless, uh, there, and yeah, poverty and stuff. Um, but there's also incredible like architecture and history and spiritual wisdom among, you know, like a minority the people or whatever you know there's like but there's all these like sadhus like holy men like walking around and you know like you know orange robes and stuff that's happening right now you know and um like uh just uh yeah so many different um languages and food the food is incredible you know okay so india is just land of contrast it's 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 madness it's beautiful all right um let's see could go egypt <sighs> egypt love it for ancient egypt well done uh, let's see. Oops. Oh my God. Ramsey's punching me in the face. Shout out to ancient Egypt with my Ramsey statue. All right. Um, and yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, what else? We've got Greece. Um, they make some killer feta. I like the feta. Um, uh, I like that allegedly, you know, they're dodging their taxes think we should all be paying far far less tax um czech republic i like uh that uh my the love of my life comes from there so that's good um produced produced my princess um what else uh could go spain i like how um kind of social they are they're all like they just kind of constantly want to buzz and hang out with each other um we could say what remains? Mm. We have a scan in the, you know, you're calling out names. I, I can't hear you. It's not loud enough. Um, say uh, Poland's cool. Like it's kind of a bit of a mix of East and West, a bit like Czech Republic. Um, so, you know, like Catholic, but, uh, you know, Slavic, you know, and uh, it's kind of just, yeah, they seem like I, I haven't been there, but, you know, but I've met Polish people and they just seem like a cool people, you know, pretty, uh, friendly and uh yeah i don't know they, they're also a bit traditional grounded you know um similar thing with uh ukrainians although i know there's some ancient you know or maybe not so ancient but you know like a historical uh grievances between them but um ukraine you know ukrainians i've met seem um you know like uh quite yeah kind of grounded in that kind of tradition thing you know and um quite like uh, open, direct people, similar to Russians, dare I say it, um, or like, you know, the, the Poles. Um, but yeah, let's see, what else? Serbians, 
Uh, just Serbia is just hell good. What could I say? You know, it's just hell good. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Ooh, Israel. Okay. I like that Israel um, is uh, so innovative, you know, like um, not in terms of their, you know, um, military and prison infrastructure. No, I mean, like, you know, like all the desalination plants and like, you know, growing all the, you know, oranges in the desert and stuff through all this irrigation from water they've pulled out of the Mediterranean and removed the salt, you know, and just, you know, developing this um, society, which seems like very, you know, a great place to live for the people who live there as, um, you know, uh, in the words of Dave Smith, I'm just, you know, listen, great podcast between Dave Smith talking, debating Robert F. Kennedy about what should be done in the region, um, on the, the situation and whether the war should be, you know, is justified in Gaza or what's going on there. Um, so highly recommend that. Um, and yeah, I need to look into it more. It's a mess, but I, I'd say, you know, can we just stop the killing, you know, but, um, anyway, So, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it's it's beautiful that they've, they've done, you know, they've flowered, they've bloomed the potential of that place. Um, now, of course, there's the dark side as well. But, you know, we're talking about the positives here, all right? Um, Palestinians, uh, Palestine, I could say, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I could say, well, I like um, that. The, I would say, the you know, Um, the Palestinians I've met, um, have been, you know, very like, uh, kind of grounded, kind people and, um, kind of bearing their suffering, you know, quite nobly. Um, so let's see, uh, and shout out to Rafi on the Israeli side, shout out to Rani on the Palestinian side. You guys would love each other. That's the crazy thing, you know, like there's so much conflict for no reason. You know, well, there's reasons, but you know. We can get past it, damn it. Uh, all right, whatever. Ethiopia, this crazy mountain place with like Jewish, black Jewish tribes and like homeland of coffee. It's like, and you know, the Ark of the Covenant. It's like, what's going on in Ethiopia? And like Haley Selassie, you know, Bob Marley and all them are all like, yeah, Ethiopia, Jai Rastafari, you know, very interesting. Um, let's go with one more. What are we going to choose, people? What are we going to choose? I'd say... Um, I'll have to go with um, uh, Tajikistan just because I don't know much about Tajikistan. And, um, and I like that. I like that there's a bit of unknown in this great blossoming world of ours. Let me know in the comments, what do you like about countries? Positive, positive energy, people. And because my opening song wasn't very good, or I, I feel, I'll give you another one. She's a big, big girl. She's a big, big girl. The world, Mama Nature, she's growing up. She's growing good. Big, big girl spinning in the starry seas, and we're fighting. We're killing ourselves. But it's just some sort of infection or misunderstanding between herselves. Are we not all one? 
Are we not Mother Nature learning to live with herself on the world? So much hurting, so much joy and happy flirting with dreams, with truth, with beauty and proof of divine hands at play. That's what's so good about the world. All right. Enjoy, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. See you around.